I will budget my time accordingly. And I will spend the time I have budgeted with my friends having fun. Hello and welcome to episode 197 of the Coast Coast Extended Universe podcast show for ears and sometimes your eyes if you so choose to subscribe to the stream. Uh, my name, of course, is Gav. These are my lovely, lovely co-hosts, Kevin. Hello. Neth. Hey. And Christopher. Hola. Uh, we are recording today. It is August 26, 2023, and uh, we took last week off. Two weeks ago. Well, the last show off. Uh, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I uh, decided to make a very passive aggressive intro today. Didn't find it passive aggressive. So much it was very like passive aggressive. It was, it, no, it was incredibly, that out. was incredibly passive aggressive. I felt called out. You specifically? No, actually, you were not the one that was called out there. Oh, okay. That makes a change. I mean, Are you being called out? 20% calling you out, maybe? Like, less than 50%. I'd say I'm calling you out less than 50%. I there. feel like mom and dad are going to start fighting again. Probably. Yeah. Um, I, I don't give a fuck, okay, at this point. <laughs> um, and in I this instance, I am not mom. No. Um, I hope everybody has had themselves a wonderful last month. It has been... Uh, 33 days of over 100 degree temperatures here in Houston. So, Ugh. been fun. Nice. Ugh. Yeah, it's it's been interesting. Uh, uh Thursday, that's my list of reasons that I'm glad I'm Canadian. <laughs> Thursday was 109, I believe, and yeah. we may be pushing 107 today or tomorrow. Um. Yeah. Currently, the weather is saying we won't get any relief until the beginning of September at the absolute earliest because El Nino and the jet streams fucked up and climate change and, you know, capitalism being a death cult slowly driving us all into a downward spiral of death. Yay. 14 degrees Celsius here. Okay. It's lovely. It's 19 here. In freedom degrees, that's 66. I don't know what 14 is in freedom degrees. Less than 66. Um, 57. Every it's show. 14, it's supposed to be 14 later tonight. Yeah, freedom. Freedom. Um, how has everybody been doing for the last couple of weeks? Uh, Kevin, let's go ahead and start with you. No, you hold on. I need, to, I, need to, I, need to, I need to respond to it. Carrie just said, no, 14 is not cold. 14, 14 is, is not brilliant. cold. 14 is perfect. That's where it should sit at all times. Yeah. Yeah, Any higher 14... and I'm a puddle. Any lower and it's a little chilly. Yeah. Like 14, 14 is 57. I am in sh I am in sweat. I'm wearing multiple layers of pants and at least no. four layers of top at that point. Nah. I'm not shitting you in the slightest. Nah. Four 14 is like 
If there's a breeze, you might need to put on a hoodie. It is fucking 57 degrees. I have got a hoodie. I have got a long sleeve shirt. I have got a t-shirt on. I have got a layer. I've got a fucking pair of thick blue jeans on. I am wearing wearing my redhead thermal socks at 57. Redhead. It's a brand. It's a brand. It's a it's a it's a it's a hunter's and outdoorsman brand. Don't worry I'm like, about is, it. I was okay. like, is this like a is are these thermal socks made out of gingers? What are these thermal socks? <laughs> Does not change the I'm fact concerned. that fourteen is really nice, uh, comfy shorts and t-shirts. Okay, yep. Chris, thirty-eight mm. is nice to me. People are warped. <laughs> thirty-eight is comfortable to me. Okay, Christopher. No. Yeah, I agree with Mondo. Around 10 degrees Celsius, it starts getting that that's tipping into cold. Here's here's a question that came up on Curb Your Enthusiasm yesterday. What temperature okay. do you sleep at? Uh, 75 ish. Um, I, mean, I, I usually have both my windows open at night while I sleep. So Same. whatever it is outside, oh, it would come into my room. Yep. It's probably we super can't, cool. I can't I can't do that here. We can't do that at all because <laughs> of insects. <laughs> That's not happening. I'm gonna keep all the goddamn insects outside, not inside. Okay, my no, house. no, no, no. Well, okay, even with on. screens. Even with screens. <laughs> like, this, this even up a whole new with question. What? Screens, it doesn't matter. They burrow through um, the screens. They can get through the screens. Fucking there are some there are some that are too that are so small they get through your screens, anyways. Yikes. Um Okay. 25C is that it is is acceptable for an interior. 77. I'm actually completely Ew, okay with that. Carrie, no. I no, usually ma'am, keep the that's interior like, about 19. Like that's reasonable. Seven, uh, 77? 77 is completely reasonable. I will sleep. No. Okay, Net, let me put it to you this way. I sleep with a comforter at 77. I yeah. I keep everything about 18, 19 uh interior. Yeah, I'm I'm like what Mondo Kush is saying in chat. It has to be colder or else I can't sleep. No, it's, yeah. it's too <laughs> 23 warm, is not cold. 23 is not cold, Kevin. 23 is like 73. That's not 20, cold to these 23 people. That's is not cold to these weather. people, okay? Like, I get four days of 23 a year, and then after that, it's freezing again, and I love it. It's like, <laughs> like our, our, Carrie and I got a lot of solidarity going on here because we're both <laughs> We're both from the southern portion of the U.S. We're both from so, southern. So it's like we're used to this shit. Right? Care, care, what month were you planning on visiting here again? Because I'm just saying. <laughs> you might want to rethink your month. Uh, <laughs> it's yeah. already going to start getting cold there, my guy. Yes. I, mean, I was walking when I went to, the first time I went to BlizzCon, I got stranded in New York for a day, if you remember. Yep. Um, And I was the only I, one walking around in I was alone walking around in shorts and t-shirt. Everyone else had fucking winter jackets on. I was like, this is <laughs> brilliant. This is so warm. Well, yes, like, I know of next year. Everybody, you have to understand, it's, you will not survive in my climate, Christopher. You cannot, oh, you I and Neth will die. not survive. I because would die you in your climate. I admit that. You're going to die, you're going to go to prison, and then you're going to die in prison because we treat our prisoners like crap in Texas. Or the South. Why would you go to prison? Cause I because I would kill a bitch. Well, a you either kill a bitch or uh, you get <laughs> you get heat stroke and take all your clothes off. <laughs> so you either kill a bitch or you go streaking. 
Wow. Like, I can't even deny it because that is 100% what would happen. Either I would be like, hey, or I'd be like, I'm killing somebody. There'd be no in between. There's no in between. Uh, it's However, like, that is also why if I was going to visit Texas, I would do it in December or January because I know. Uh, no, you want to go to Okay, able so to no, no, the no. For the South, no, Neff, like dead ass legitimately. For the South, you want to be here in February. Okay, what's the temperatures in February? Uh, depends on where you are in the South, but like okay, Texas. late January, late January, February is when we usually have our uh, winter. Like we actually get winter. Yeah, January, we also need to remember yeah. Texas is like massive. Well, Texas, uh, Alabama, Louisiana, Mississippi, Georgia. Georgia's a little funny. They get weird temperature differentials. Um, but Florida, like the Gulf Coast, if you're ever on the Gulf Coast, 100% come January, February. Like just flat out end of January, beginning of February. That's the best time to be here in terms of like yeah, if you're so a cold, cold weather person. I've okay. been to. Gav said, come. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, where the fuck did I go? I just went blank on the states. It's one of the A's in the south. Uh, Alabama? Alabama? Yes, so I've been to Alabama in yeah. May, and that wasn't bad. Where your sister cousin is your mother. Not wrong. Um, so <laughs> Alabama, um, <laughs> Alabama's uh, temperature in May is... You know, overnight lows in the 50s and then the upper 80s for the uh, upper uh, low 80s for the beginning of the month. So, so like 25 <laughs> during the day, actually over 25 during the day. But I, I just whether it's like I, I don't, I don't do cold, man. I have to fucking put more and more on. And thankfully, I can always put more on. See, that's the thing. That's why I don't mind cold. You can add uh, layers yeah. for cold. You can only I... subtract so many layers for Yeah, hot. yeah, right? <laughs> and then it's like, oh, there's no more layers to subtract. This is problematic. I will go to prison. <laughs> yeah, but who wants to put on eight layer of clothes just to leave the house? You don't have don't... to put on eight layers of clothes. Okay, you so put on thicker layers. Yeah, well, that's the other thing. Okay, so you need to remember, and during winter, I wear, like, if I'm, when I'm going to work, I wear my scrubs, I wear my winter boots, and I wear a jacket. That's it. Yep. So, it, it, Kevin, it's acclimation, long-term acclimation. Um, yeah. And when I'm talking winter, I mean, like, one, zero, minus one degrees. Like, you have to remember that they do not get the brutal shit that we get here like the ridiculously brutal crap that we get in the u.s mm -hmm. um people in europe love to talk about how they get brutal vicious winters and stuff and it's like then you look at the u.s you look at canada and the u.s and northern u.s and it's like oh that's adorable you all think that's a brutal winter it's absolutely adorable yeah. I agree with Albie. Neth is like Getting Neth seasons. has muted herself. Neth has muted I'm herself. I'm not muted myself. I am just. I am not shitting on European winters because they are at the same fucking latitude as I am. And I know, but it's wild cases. as hell. It's wild as hell to go look at the snowfall levels in the U.S. versus Western Europe. Snowfall does not determine the severity of winter, I, my love. I am well aware, but they also, <laughs> at the same time, 
No, we actually get colder temps in the in northern U.S. and Canada. They actually, in a lot of cases, do end up with colder temperatures than they end up over in the uh, Western Europe. Okay, but you also have to factor in the fact that northern U.S. and northern Canada get colder dry temps. The U.K. are getting colder wet temps, and that's a huge fucking difference. Having lived in both types of temps, colder wet temps are a million times worse at a lower at a hot like minus i would take minus 45 at a dry cold over minus 10 at a humid cold any mm. fucking day of the week well it's the same with heat it's like 107 with zero percent humidity is lovely i'd still kind of bitch no 107 <laughs> with zero percent humidity is lovely you get to nope. the Gulf Coast, though, anything above 95, you start going like, all right, I'm sweating my ass off here. All right. We're at about 20 minutes of weather talk. So? <laughs> so? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, okay. I'm British. Honestly, lovely weather is a uh, starting conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Normal. Um... <laughs> We're not Midwesterners, sadly. This okay, is, this but, is but how Crash, Elvis starts it's true. It's a dry cold is true. <laughs> it's yeah, true. It's, a dry it's a dry cold. I, I, fucking, <laughs> I, I met somebody from Arizona not too long ago. And they were like, I used to shit talk people on the Gulf in Texas and like Alabama and Louisiana all the time. Because, oh, you know, we get to 115, you know, out in Arizona. And then it's like, and then I showed up in Houston and it was 98 with a 90% humidity. And oh my God, I ran my <laughs> mouth. I fucked up. I should never have talked like that. Yep. Yeah. Oh my God. I didn't know. Please <laughs> forgive me, Lord. I did not know. And it's like, yeah, no, <laughs> you fucking up. didn't understand shit. Um, but. Yeah, um, we've 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 launched ourselves into a nice little long conversation on weather. Kevin, um, hey buddy, yeah, how has your last month been? Well, there's been a lot that's happened in the past month, Gav. I don't know if I can fit it all into the show, um, but I'll try. Manny and I started rewatching Curb Your Enthusiasm. She hadn't watched old episodes, so we started from scratch. It's been super fun. Um, have any of you guys watched that? No. No. Um, is it is it weird that he just typed curb, so I assumed it was something like American History X or something? Yeah, I thought it was no. curb stomping. It has something. nothing to do I, with I, curb I, stomping. That's, that's, that's I, immediately what I, I, I went for. I thought he was curb pitch. stomping. Uh, these guys. <laughs> no. Curb your enthusiasm. It's a lot like Seinfeld. Larry David. Hey. I spent most of my younger years in Glasgow. What do you want from me? Curb stomping was a go-to thing. <laughs> okay. Um, also watching a new show that's on Amazon Prime called Citadel. It's starring okay. the guy that played Rob Stark in uh, Game of Thrones. Um, I had his name up here. His name is Richard Madden. Chris probably knows him. And Why <laughs> I don't know, UK actor. I'm 
Then in Game yes, I know every single actor that comes out of the UK, and I know every single actor in the show that I've watched three episodes of. Okay, how about Stanley Tucci? Do you know Stanley Tucci? Yes, of course he knows who Do Stanley I know Tucci Stanley? is. I don't know who names are. Like I know uh, he was he the looks dad like... in Easy A. He was the dad in Easy A. I've never watched uh, Easy A. Okay, wow. have you okay, seen the Hunger Fuck yes, I've seen Hunger Games. He's the he's the um the guy that interviews all the all oh, the Oh, I love him. I love him. And he looks like that, our that's... friend Vince. Yeah, he does look like Vince. <laughs> and um uh Priyank Chopra. She was in a call, show called FBI. Yeah, I actually know who Priyank Chopra is. I actually know who that is. <laughs> or you could just go with she's married to one of the Jonas brothers. That's why I know who she is. Oh. I didn't know that, and that's wow! I just lost yeah. respect for her. Anyway, uh, is it um, Meg? Uh, I think no. It's so. Joe. It's Joe. No, it's Joe Jonas. I don't give a flying fuck. Yeah, I don't care who Jonas it is, but it's an interesting Except, show. Uh, it's like a spy no, it's ensemble Nick. show. It's Unless Nick. it's a Weezer it's song, Nick. I don't I care who Jonas is. All right. <clears throat> Wow. Wait, what's Jonas totally missing the point of why I'm talking about this. I know. Go ahead, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Went in a totally different direction. Um, it's an interesting spy show. There's only six episodes. It's on Amazon Prime. It's a decent watch. And the other thing that I didn't mention was the last season of Jack Ryan, which we're almost through. I think we have one more episode. Or no, we did finish it. Um, didn't like this season as much, but that's now over. There's four seasons. It's a good show. It has Bunk from The Wire in it, if you ever saw The Wire. Nope. Anywho. That's from The Wire. The Wire also, she's married to the good-looking Jonas brother, so I hate her. <laughs> Wait, what? She's married to the good-looking Jonas brother, therefore I hate her. Oh, okay. I love that. I love just how unapologetically shallow Christopher is. <laughs> oh, yes. I mean, you know, guys got a dream, right? Um, video game wise, I've been playing Modern Warfare, um, DMZ with Gavril, and sometimes Neth. Um, lots of multiplayer. I got done all but one challenge, uh, prestige challenge from the previous seasons. The one that I have now is stupid. It's like lethal kills with um, to kill someone who would it would be their it's a buzzkill. It's not even worth talking about. Yeah. Anyway. Um, and now I'm working on Golden Gun Challenges, and I'm working through ARs on that. So yeah, I'm just like going through all of the challenges. Oh, I did play through the campaign as well. Um, I didn't. I played through half of last year's or Modern Warfare 2019's campaign, but I played through this one start to finish. I'll be watching some of that. Uh, it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. I was listening to the story. The cutscenes were good. The gameplay was varied. It wasn't all just shooting. There were some stealth missions. There were some missions where I had to like craft things. Um, overall, pretty enjoyable. Definitely not worth the $70 asking price for the game. But, oh, good God. Um, definitely like a fun week's worth of content. It's um, literally just the multiplayer is why people buy the game. It's a the campaign is an afterthought for them. Well, the multiplayer is what they care about. How long's the game been out? Like uh, what, six months year. now, a year. About a year. Like, 
close. Coming yeah. up on a year. About a year. Yeah. Yeah. And I just now played the campaign. <laughs> Call of Duty, the campaign is always secondary. It does not matter. Like, there are people that will buy the game that will never play the campaign ever. The last I, two Call of Duties I've purchased, I've never looked at the campaign. I think it's worth playing through. Um, but I, I like how they're for the next one, you can play the campaign early, which I think is good because it's like get that out of the you way before the game too. comes out. And then, you know, when the game comes out, you can play multiplayer, which is what everyone wants to play. You but, could for um, this one too, Kevin. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. But yeah. It's uh, it was pretty good. I would recommend playing it if you haven't played it and you already own the game. If you don't own the game, I wouldn't recommend buying it just to play the campaign at all. So yeah, more to talk about that later because there's a announcement. So yeah, but there there's a lot less to do after you like do all the camo challenges and stuff. So I don't know if I'll be keeping that up. That's it, Gav. Okay. Uh, let's go with uh, Neff. What? <laughs> um, I haven't really done much the last couple weeks. Bit of Baldur's Gate, bit of Warzone, bit of DMZ. But I think that's it. Like, I- I've kind of been in a reading mode lately. So, nerd. I am. <laughs> And I'm okay with that. What are you reading? Books. What books are you reading? Like, come on. Do I have to? Chris, help me out. That is like, honestly, that is, that is, that is a very similar response I give to my friend Blood. Whenever I join Discord and she's like, hey, what's up? My instant response is this guy. (laughs) Okay. But to be fair, I have finished seven books in the last two weeks and none of them have been the same genre. Ask what you were reading, and you're completely blank. <laughs> um, a couple of smut books, a mystery. Whoa, wait, smut? Um, bodice rippers. She's reading bodice rippers. It's fine. It's 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 like reading. Um, uh, <laughs> no, these are past bodice rippers. Yep, I'm trying to give you an out and help you out here. She she she's reading. She's reading. Just, fest- you dig she, yourself deeper. She's reading Fifty Shades of Grey uh, so that she can sit in her bathtub with her shower head on. Okay. Wow. A. Ew. No. Wow. Okay. B. We established last time, like uh, ages ago, when you guys were talking about watching porn, that I read my porn. So <laughs> I read my porn. Is it because um, you can use the book one-handed? Jesus Christ! What the absolute? I no, mean, he's not talk- wrong. Yeah. Right, Chris? Continue where you're going. Continue I mean, on with what not you're saying, Dad. I don't have a book. There was a, a horror. Card. Started reading Spare. Demonstrate, Chris. Demonstrate. <laughs> I mean, no. Oh, my God. Wow. No. Wow, wow, wow. That if is a you want, you can add, If you want, you can add some class and use a wine bottle. Oh, Jesus. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Anything worth checking out, Neff? For you? No. Yeah. Hey, Chris. Oh, okay. How was your last fucking month and a half, buddy? Wait, was Neff done? Were you playing video games? No. 
she she had already finished, and then you pushed her, and I was just like, I was gonna give her, give her, uh, give her. her I space wasn't giving there. her an out. I wasn't giving her an out. I was giving her an out. <laughs> I'm an asshole. Um, <laughs> Christopher, what the fuck's been up, buddy? You're gonna kill me. Um, let's see. Uh, what the fuck have I done? Oh yeah, work a lot. A lot of work. Um. <laughs> Some 14, we've actually had some issues with our static. Our pure healer is now in the US, so she can't really raid with us anymore, which kind of sucks. Well, why? Sh- what'd she do that for? Uh, because she's a foreign exchange student. Oh, okay, well, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, so she'll be back uh, end of December, January time. Um, so if we haven't found a healer and cleared the tier by then, then. Uh, We'll grab her back. Um, where was she from, and where was she? She was from. She's from the U.S. and she was over in no. the EU. No, other way around. No. Other, other way, way around. around? She's, oh, she's, okay. she's from the. She's from Europe, and she is a foreign exchange student now in the U.S. for the next few months. She oh. will return. Gotcha. She will return home in December, January ish. Where did um, she visit in the U.S.? She's not visiting. She's literally staying. Well, yeah, but you know, she's literally living. You know what? She never actually told us where she is in the U.S. Huh. <laughs> Probably on her? purpose. No, no, I don't blame her. I don't blame her. I know how you. I know how you Europeans get when people go to the U.S. Yeah, it's probably somewhere shitty. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna name a state, but I bit my tongue. Um, <laughs> I heard Texas well, is fun. This well, stars at night are big and bright, deep in the heart of Texas. I was actually gonna say Alabama, but okay. Florida. I think Florida's the worst right now. Florida's the worst because of all the cr- crazy Scientologists. Avoid Clearwater. Um, it, no, Florida's the worst because of DeSantis and all his batshit crazy yes, right wing stuff. There's, there's, there's a lot more than just DeSantis in Florida, Nath. Yeah, there's Mickey Mouse. Hey, hey, Crash, fuck you, buddy. East Texas, fuck you, buddy. East Texas. <laughs> if well, anything, in Texas and then is West Alberta, Florida. Which is North Texas. If anything, if anything, Texas is West Florida. Let's be honest here. Let's. I'm gonna be honest here. You're all insane. How's that sound? <laughs> Sorry for the derailment, Chris. It's it's like it's 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 a North America thing. Doesn't matter if it's America or Canada. You're all fucking batshit. Hey. Accurate. Um. What else have I done? Uh. New season. New season just started on Fortnite yesterday. Been doing some uh, prop oh, hunt to get stuff done, and I've been doing some quests, and it's been fun. Uh, and a shit ton of Baldur's Gate, but we're gonna be talking about Baldur's Gate a lot today. So, get tons. <laughs> Chris, what's the um like the main reward in Fortnite this season? Um, there's actually a lot of good rewards. This this battle pass is much better than the previous one. The previous one, the only really good thing was Optimus Prime. Um, this time there's just a lot of. It. I know you didn't. 
this time there's just a lot of really fun skins, some interesting emotes, uh, the extra rewards obviously add more customization, things like that. And they've actually changed the quest structure this time around as well. There's actual reputation-based quest structures, and it'll improve the reward that you can get in-game as well. So there's a That's there's good. a quest for... Oh my god, what's his name? The one of the new NPCs there's a quest structure where you get three there's three reputation levels. Once you've hit the max reputation level, you can actually unlock the ability to use them as a mercenary in game. Okay. Cool. Interesting. Well, I wonder what Gav's been doing. Correct. Uh, what have you been doing, Gabriel? Uh LB and I uh I got with LB and I was like, I want to play Zomboid again. And he's like, okay, hey, I haven't actually turned the server off. It's been there the whole time. No, not this is something that I've been talking about with LB previously, <laughs> even before you showed up. Um See when he said he got with LB, I thought he was gonna say he got balls deep in LB. Uh I don't know how the dynamics of that relationship is gonna work. Um <laughs> But yeah, uh, we had talked about it, and we're just I was like, eh, roll up. He's like, wait, I never turned the server off. I can just spin it up. And so we spun up another version of Zomboid, and this one is so much harder because of choices LB made. So, so much harder. We're running Not the 10 fun years. harder. <laughs> We're running the 10 years later mod and LB kicked all the vegetation and boulders and shit up to max. So you can't you can you don't really have a whole lot of open space to run and move in. It's been fun. Um been playing Dota with LB, um, Call of Duty, um, Baldur's Gate. Um Baldur's Gate, I have been playing that game franchise for a very long time. So before Baldur's Gate 3 came out, I actually went back and did another playthrough of Baldur's Gate 1, Baldur's Gate 2, Icewind Dale, and had fun. So I was prepped and ready to go. Um, Baldur's Gate, uh, absolutely love the franchise. It's, I've been playing it for years. It's a fantastic game. Uh, I never really got into Larian's work. Um, I, you know, old CRPG Black Isle stuff, so. But uh, it's it's been good. I've enjoyed it. I I will say I've played uh, the two previous Larian games, Divinity um, and Divinity, Divinity and Divinity Two, and obviously they weren't using Five E. They were using their own system. Mm -hmm. They did such a good job with those games. I knew Boulder's game would be so fucking good. <laughs> um, only thing, only reason I knew it was going to end up being good was because they did. Larian is a single game studio. Mm -hmm. I knew they were going to be dedicating all their resources into it, so I, I I was hopeful that it was going to be good, which is why I pre-purchased back in like 2019 or 2020, whenever yeah. the f initial purchases went live. But every time a new patch went live, you and I would jump in for those. We would jump in for a little bit and knock around, play around, and yeah, the amount of stuff that they had hidden from you, considering yep. that uh, <clears throat> in not even just Act 1 stuff that you didn't really have full, complete access to. Mm-hmm. Was ridiculous, um, and of course I am playing the absolute piss out of ball out of uh, me, uh, Armored Core Six. I told LB that if I had a choice, if I had if somebody put a gun to my head and made me choose, I would pick Armored Core every day of the week over Baldur's Gate, hundred and fifty percent. 
155%. I have been playing, I remember getting the original Armored Core used on a PlayStation Black Disc for my PSX. And I've been in love with the series ever since. I love Shoji Kawamori. I love his designs. Um, and the fact that they confirmed that he did some of the mech designs for six has been fantastic. Um, yes, I, I, I hate the thought of losing all of that plate of, of the fact that there's so much playtime available for Baldur's Gate three, but the deep unabide, uh, the deep, the deep, deep love I have for Armored Core six and Armored Core as a franchise in general will trump it. The nostalgia and the love for the franchise will trump uh, how great Baldur's Gate is a day of the week. Um, I love big mech games. I absolutely love big mech, big mech games. Um, if I and could find a copy... I cannot lie. If I could find a copy of Steel Battalion with the controller and an original Xbox for a reasonable price, I would buy it. Absolutely. Kevin a funny. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm right. giving him credit for that one. That one it was, was good. That was really good. And LB has issues with uh with the fact that everything is dashing and hovering. So yeah, whatever. Don't give a fuck. It's armored core six. You can fuck right off, buddy. Yeah, fuck you, LB. Yeah. Um <laughs> yeah, uh Armored Core Six. Um, but I live thankfully I live in a timeline where I have both Armored Core Six and Baldur's Gate 3 available to me. What a timeline we are living in. Yeah. Now, didn't you guys have a lot of problems with Baldur's Gate during the beta? How dare you? Oh, there, there were a lot of issues. Yeah, it was a it was it was early access. It was bug fixing. So yeah, there were issues. There were desyncs and all sorts of problems that happened. So, and all that got smoothed out. There's no bugs. Yeah. Uh, duh, oh, no, that's, no, 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 that's <laughs> not that's not that's not let's, what he said. Let's, let's let's not get ahead of ourselves, sir. Let's what, not I mean, jump ahead there. Let's not jump ahead, but let's be honest. What game launches bug-free? True. There's no such thing as no bugs. Any, ga- any ga- development team who says there is no bugs in their game, they lying to you. They didn't do enough testing. <laughs> they, 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 a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B, yes. They're lying to you, and they didn't do enough tests. Yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, they had an extended period of time. Now, the other thing you have to remember is that all of the public testing they did was in Act One and Act One alone. Yes. Mm. So that's what I was, I was literally going to say. Most of most of the major bugs that have been found in Baldur's Gate Three right now are Act Two and Three. A lot of it in Three. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's purely because I, there was no external testing for it. Yeah, it's like uh, Gale percent speed runs, you know, were a thing, which they have fixed. They fixed Gale percent speed runs, sadly. Hmm. Did, did you know about the Gale percent speed run, Chris? Yeah, I saw a couple of them. Yeah, Gale percent speed runs are fantastic, but they have fixed the bug that allowed you to do that. Not surprised. Um, I think yeah, in, it's yeah, mm-hmm. but Mondo Kush is mentioning in chat that like there were less bugs in games in the 2000s and 2010s, and I think I... in general we have that thought 
that it's just, you know, games have seemed to be released with, there's been a higher tolerance for bugs in games recently. It's not that. So a lot of it comes down to the old models of how games worked. We've talked about this before. The old model for games was the expansion, like the early 2000s into the 2010s, slightly different there. But in the early 2000s and before you worked on the expansion model, you did not assume players had access to reliable Internet. Mm-hmm. OK, so you could not go. OK, well, it the game's on disk. It's it's 700 megabytes on the on the disk. But, you know, there's a 1.1 gigabyte day one patch you have to install, you know, or there's another 700 megabyte day one patch you have to install to play the game. That was not a common thing you saw back in the day. So, yes, the games were um, back then. It was a big thing to make sure that you did squash out as much bugs as humanly possible during the QA phase. Nowadays, you've gotten this idea that you can just push a day one patch to fix anything rather than paying your uh, your QA testers a living wage and making sure that they have career opportunities and protections like health insurance. Not that we are angry or annoyed by that fact at all. Um, day one patches are almost expected them. now. That, that, that was the sarcasm there, Nathan. That's the point. Is that we expect there to be a day one patch for a game to fix a bunch of shit that they couldn't push out before certification. Mm. Um, so that's kind of the that's that's the mindset we've moved from the mindset of it has to be done before because cert and gold and CD pressing is not something you can redo. Like once it goes live, it's live. It has to be shipped out. Um to the very almost li- this, this sort of always online live servicing model where there is a constant patch cycle that is happening the second the game goes live. And yes, it is. A, Mondo brings up another point. It is 100% used as a crutch. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very, very much. It's like they, they want to generate goodwill out of the community by going, hey, guys, we identified this major crash like, hey, patch four in Baldur's Gate three. Guess what? Patch four did. Patch four, they fucked up the compiler and it completely ruined Wait, people's saves. To... Yeah, I was going to say, didn't, isn't that the one they had to pull back? They had to revert a save. They had to revert a, uh, a, a hotfix push for Baldur's Gate 3 because it was breaking save games. Thankfully, I didn't mm. patch that one before the pullback already happened. Um, and but the, but they but I'm not saying Larian is doing this specifically, but it is it, it, they use hot fixes as a goodwill measure. It's just like, hey, guys, we spent all of our hard end time patching this game that we didn't actually do correctly initially and shipped out to you in a buggy mess. Just be glad we did it, guys. It's like people have got that mindset now. So it's it's. I, I have a lot of issues with modern game development. I've made that very abundantly clear. Um, yeah. It's like a hot well, fix. Uh, so real quick before you, before you say that, 
Carrie brings up a very good point. Hotfixes are very expensive and not ideal for bug fixing and implementation. It's the same principle in retail. When I was in retail, we have something that's called a hot shop. That's a special order in case something goes wrong. Uh, you need milk. Your milk guy only delivers half as much milk. You order a hot shot. Well, that hot shot's going to cost you five grand just to get the hot shot sent to the store, not including the cost of items because you're having to pay them to specially send somebody out. Hotfix is the exact same principle. This is a special thing you're pushing out to fix something in a short time frame. It should yeah. not be used as a regular, a regular patch cycle item. A hot fix is not a patch cycle. Well, a hot fix is something that is just you put out specially to put out a fire. Not, not only that, Gav, but you have to think about that the version that people are playing are not the version that's in development. So you're typically patching it on multiple versions internally, which is doubling or tripling or quadrupling the cost of that fix well so with that a lot of the reason that a lot of games are always online is to keep all versions of a game at the same version so you don't run into the fragmentation issue that's that's a big reason why always online is a big thing besides the the drm and the other stuff um like a lot of it is to ensure that the game is at the same patch level as everybody else. I mean, That's, look at Overwatch. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine how much of a pain in the ass Overwatch, having Overwatch plus Overwatch 2 running congruently would have been for bug fixes and stuff like that? Oh, yeah, good God. That mm. would have been insane. completely different clients. You mean yeah. Overwatch 1.5? I, I hate the fact that I just called Overwatch 2, but to talk mm -hmm. about Overwatch, I have to separate those two completely <laughs> identical games uh, into two separate games. Oh, man. I love how they it's... rolled back Overwatch 2 to basically be Overwatch 1. No, no, no. No, no, no. no they, they rolled back Overwatch 2 to be a worse Overwatch 1. Yeah. <laughs> No, he's not. No, no, no. One hundred percent correct. They rolled back Overwatch Two into a shittier version of Overwatch One. Hey like, guys, we heard Overwatch... you like five players instead of six. We heard you like five players instead of six. We heard you like a free-to-play model that actually doesn't give you currency and takes you a year to get one skin. <laughs> uh, too easy to dunk on. Um, so I've, said, I've said it before. Overwatch Two brilliant fantastic game overwatch 2 garbage product yeah um lb uh lb asked a question do the consoles still charge for putting patches out that's why tf2 didn't get patches on console i am pretty certain they still do and uh, it carries answered it yeah uh they do and the approval process takes more time and it's twice as costly because yes yeah, certing for consoles is a nightmare doing cert work for doing getting getting cert for consoles is insane um and then you know you're, you're dealing with a walled garden that sony has you know sony doesn't want to let anybody into their ecosystem at all so sony's shit's running in a completely different way than the xbox stuff is running in the xbox as a whole it's a hodgepodge because it wants to connect to games with windows uh, not with games with a game pass it wants to connect to game pass it wants to be a pc it wants to be cross save and cross platform and everything and switch yeah and it's, it's just a whole nightmare of trying to get those all figured out because yeah, you're dealing with three different companies, you know, you're dealing with Sony, you're dealing with Xbox, you're dealing with Microsoft and you're dealing with Nintendo. 
I understand starting on Nintendo is incredibly difficult. Like, even more so difficult than the others. Um, well, that's because they can't figure out how to put hardware in their systems that's, you know, less than two years old. That's how they save money. It doesn't matter. They don't give a shit. Think of it this way as well, though, because we're talking about hot fixes at the minute. Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy fourteen is is going to be on Xbox now as well. Yep. So it's not just PC they have to worry about and PlayStation patch. Well, the nice thing is that Xbox, you know, does basically use a PC architecture. It's very close to PC mm-hmm. architecture, from what I understand. The problem is, of course, just being able to, you know, get the certs pushed out in a timely fashion. So yeah, and being so, pushed so the- onto Game Pass. I don't. I don't think we're gonna see. I don't think we're gonna see Final Fantasy fourteen on Game Pass. Uh, I, think you, I think you'll see. I think you'll see a client version where you can run it through Game Pass. But I don't awesome. think they'll, they'll get rid of the sub model through Game Pass. Hmm. Oh yeah, um, no, 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 no. Think, they will never. They will never do that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think probably... there will be a button where you can install and here have access to the trial that goes up to yeah. Stormblood. Yada yada yada. It'll be on. That'll be on Game Pass. That's 100%. what I was gonna say. Like trial, probably. And then you can potentially install and run the client through Game Pass. That's entirely possible. In fact, I I think that's likely. I think the mental hurdle that they'll have trouble getting over is, you know, I'm paying 15 bucks a month for Game Pass and getting all these games. Why would I pay 15 bucks a month just for a single game? You know, I. I, Yeah. But Terry does make a good. Terry makes a uh, good point because remember the free trial currently goes Heavensward up to sixty, and January-ish that's going to go up to Stormblood all the way up to seventy for the free trial. And January ruins the joke you tried to make. Hmm. No, you ruined that joke. I I I was trying to do it and you you ruined it because it's no longer have you heard of the yada 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 up to the award winning the award winning MMORPG Final Fantasy fourteen. Have you heard of the free trial of the award-winning MMO Final Fantasy XIV that goes up to level 60 with the critically acclaimed expansion pack Heavensward? It's now 7A with the critically acclaimed expansion pack Stormblood. Nice. But, yes. Um, Hotfixes. Yeah, the, 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 the patching cycle. The whole patching cycle of fucking... of mainstream gaming to this day is so broken. Like... We're going to see hot fixes. There's going to be patches like hope like, OK, so from is really good about just bundling regular patches unless there is a major catastrophic world ending issue. They won't push a hot fix. Yeah, they'll just push. They will push a patch. They'll go like, OK, patch one scheduled for next month. Bundle everything together. Oh, Which... there's a there, there's a catastrophic world ending bug that's going to delete saves. Fine, push the pat, push the hot fix next week. Which, to be completely honest, that works. That that's fair. Hot fixes are hot fixes. Initially, were this is something that is breaking the game. This is something yep. that is making the game unplayable for the player base. Mm-hmm. Fix it, mm-hmm. and then bundle all the bug fixes, the balancing, the visual bugs, put them into. The point one pack, whatever yeah, you're you putting get, in. Bundle that all together. Give your QA, give your QC time to really work on the problem instead of just 
putting a layer over the top of it and going like, this should work. Give your QC folks, give your QA folks, give your developers time to get it all figured out. Because what do we all know about bug fixing in software? Fixing one bug is going to make five. <laughs> How many times did the WoW auction house break because they fixed something in a dungeon three expansions previously? Yep. You fix one. How many times did something in Dead Mines break when they oh, fixed yeah. something in a raid five How expansions many... uh, past it? How many times did you know a dungeon break because of like level scaling swapping around and shit like that? You know, that's not even that's not even something that complicated. Literally, there has been times where thing the auction house has completely broken because oh, yeah. they fixed something in a dungeon that has no connection to it. So uh, that's what we're saying is that this this rapid push to get things out immediately is a problem. Um. It, uh... That's why, you know, I've loved to see, you know, to dovetail into what we were going to talk about later is, you know, the these very large feature rich games that are not trying to rush things out too crazily at the moment. Um, but we're going to talk about that more in just a little bit. Um, let's go ahead and talk a little bit about uh, some feedback shit. There's any. Oh, I didn't I didn't check that cesspool that is X. <laughs> X going to give it to you. No, that's that's that, I think that uh, that uh, that is a disservice to Earl. So that's yeah. a massive that disservice was... to Earl. Why would you do this? That's a disservice to Earl. So I, I don't believe I'll do that again. There's been discussions on the Discord. People have been talking. Talk about the Discord. <clears throat> um, I don't have it pulled up right now, but there's been conversations that we've been having on Discord. Um. LB posting screenshots, posting a um, a world map of somewhere. There was some Gamescom conversation on the Discord. Gamescom. Talked a little bit about that. Um, a lot of Baldur's Gate discussion. Oh, we found <laughs> an Akari on Mastodon that wasn't Chris. I heard. I, I did see that. Can you say, like, did you actually link the person? Yes, they did. Yeah, it's on yeah, yeah, check the Discord. Crash linked it on the 22nd at 6 p.m., so it might have in been the 23rd general. for you. In general. I do have a Mastodon account, I believe. I don't, but the question is, are you a... You're not a Mecoat, and you're not that much of a weeb. I was yeah. a Mecoat, and I am a kind of a weeb. I have started watching They anime. also posted 1,000 posts on Mastodon. That's yeah, it's definitely not, not me. That's definitely not me. Yeah. Post about the weather... So, need to also check the, my Mastodon because I definitely had one. Crash will remember I definitely had one. I was full. I think yeah, I was on part of his little group. Nice. Yes, so anyway, Chris posted exactly once. Yeah. We um, post there, and people are having conversations on Discord. Fucking who gives a shit? Um, people who post. I'm being I'm being facetious. People are also listening from countries around the world, Gav. Go ahead. We've had listeners <laughs> no, from the US, think... UK, Germany, Canada, and Belgium. What is that, past... Gav? 
few months. You suck, dear kid. Um, notable countries that didn't make it into the top 10. We have Barbados, Qatar, Greece. So, yeah. Barbados food is fantastic. Barbados, I love food from that whole region, from the Caribbean. I love Caribbean food. Uh, we don't have enough of it over here. It's really good. Oh, you know what? We just got a really good Mexican place near me recently. Nice. I love Mexican food. <laughs> we that we Chris, do Chris, have do here. Me a, Christopher, do me a favor. Next time you go buy food at that place, send me a picture of what they actually serve you. I'd love to see what they're serving <laughs> yeah. you. That's a good point, Gav. What it passes for Mexican food? food um, you want to Scotland? see if it's Mexican or Mexican? <laughs> <laughs> Chris, just I just like, want a burrito. Just let me nice to me. Just let me have my burritos. Frozen taco <laughs> shell <laughs> with uh, ground meat in it. They Can you get a haggis? Burritos. Can you get a haggis burrito? No, there's, no, there's no haggis burritos. Although I could make one. Um, <laughs> Wait, is haggis a burrito habit. already? <laughs> Wait, no. actually, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is haggis, Kim, haggis? is haggis a burrito? Let's Kevin, stop and think haggis? about that for a second. No, no, please, please, no, Kevin, what's haggis? It's like stuffed intestines, right? Stomach. It's stomach. Oh, it's a sheep's stomach. stomach. It's essentially it, haggis is all the leftover bits of a sheep that you don't really eat put into the sheep's stomach. And then stuffed with oats and barley and all sorts of things. Yeah. Okay. Spices. Lots of spices, because uh, seriously, you can get so some it's real like a hot dog, kind of. Okay, now stomach. mind you, I want to remind I want to remind all of our viewers that that is a Canadian and a Scottish person saying spices, and you get a real spicy haggis. So, <laughs> okay, I just like to yeah, that's like that. sage and whatever they put into okay. it. Okay, spices spices doesn't mean. Spice, spicy doesn't always mean hot. He, he, he said spicy. He said spicy. But spicy doesn't, doesn't always mean hot. Mean it doesn't designate so, temperature. It designates flavor. A spiced, a very spiced haggis would be the appropriate usage of the, of, of the language there, ma'am. I'm trying to think, like, what, what would, like, a Scottish taco or a Scottish burrito actually have in it? Okay, so haggis. you want to you want to know what I would say? Want to know what I would say would sound absolutely delicious? What? So obviously the standard rice that goes on a burrito. You've got maybe some neeps, some haggis. I'm um, gonna have to explain to them what neeps are. They don't know. A little bit of pepper sauce. What's a meeps? No, not meeps. Neeps. Neeps. It, it's it's mash essentially mashed turnip. Mashed. Okay. Wow. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's Turnip interesting. Is so good. Wow. It's so good. Some butter. So they've never heard. So they, they've never experienced the glory that is haggis neeps and tatties with a wee bit of nope. pepper sauce on it. Nope. <laughs> What's a tidy? Neeps, haggis, and tidy. Haggis, neeps, and tatties. What's a tatty? 
Mashed potato. I was gonna say taters. It's taters. He's saying he's saying it's that's the Scottish taters, Kevin. He's saying taters as a Scottish person. Okay. Angus meats and tatties uh, is amazing. You know I what else is really say. good? Patty scone, warmed up in a toaster and then using it to dip in like a lentil soup. Oh. You guys over there. Wow. Okay. <laughs> what lentil soup? No, no scones and lentil soup. You don't scone does not have to no, inherently no, no, no. be sweet. Patty scone. Patty scone. I'm talking about okay. scone. Okay. That's still regardless. Lentil soup is fantastic. Scone. You can you lentil soup is fantastic and you can fucking fight me about that, Kevin. No, that I, that's I don't fine. Care. Lentil soup lentil soup's the tits. My mother makes on a beautiful homemade lentil soup. What's the tits versus the tatties? What's the difference? When I say the text, I love it. it just means Kevin, awesome. no, 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 Kevin, good job, good job there, my guy. Great fucking job. That's that perfect one. delivery. That's perfect delivery. Perfect delivery, my guy. Perfect delivery there. Snaps <laughs> for Kevin. Uh, I don't care. I don't care about your audio levels. Okay, so if you guys ever come to Scotland, you're having haggis, neeps, and tatties with some peppercorn sauce. Okay. Given, me, that, I, given that I've had that, can I have something else? Uh, you can have lentil soup with Thai scone and a wee bit of loot pack butter to okay. get some flavor. Christopher, we I need bitty. you to remember. Love it. You need you to remember, Christopher, that I'm an American. What you consider a portion size is nothing like the portions that I will eat. Uh, uh, Gav, I would like to remind you, I am a fat man. I consider your portion size scrawny. <laughs> we, you consider them we. <laughs> we, we, Biddy. Christopher, we we can talk when you can. Would you sit and watch me at seventeen eating three Little Caesars hot and ready pizzas in one sitting Ugh. by myself? Man, what is your calling? I, 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 like, keep, I keep looking over at chat waiting for Carrie to weigh in on portions. So very quickly, I'm putting I'm putting a link. I'm like, I'm into, I, like I know I'm it's putting, coming, I'm waiting on I'm it. I'm putting a link into the August Deeps and Tatties. So people can know what it is. Okay. It's it, uh, wow, that looks I incredibly am... boring. No, it's so good. Remember, you had the wee bit of peppercorn sauce. Mm. I, 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 I'm pretty certain that's about the size of the palm of my hand. I mean, I probably need about three or four of those sons of bitches. What's in peppercorn oh, no, trust... sauce? So you mean like black pepper? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. It's it's Kevin. It's just cream gravy. Okay. It's probably not cream it, gravy, but it looks fine. Uh, what else do I say? Tatty scone? He's done a what that is. Tatty scone? Okay, we, we've got Chris talking about Scottish food, and now he's fucking just starting like to go the, further yeah, and further. He's just, like, getting hungrier out. and hungrier. There's a tatty scone. You just cut 30 minutes off of our showtime, by the way. Because now Chris is gonna have to leave for... <laughs> is it like a potato latka or something? It's... What, what is the way you describe a fucking tatty scone? Um... No, I would, I would give him ish. For, like, for potato what, lock, for, like potato lock, like potato lock, kind of. Yeah, okay. So I've, yeah. I've literally googled how to describe Thai scone. A traditional Thai scone is made with mashed potatoes and butter. No milk uh, is used for the mashed potatoes with salt for taste, 
And plain flour uh, is added to mix it into a dough, then it is rolled and grilled. Uh, griddled, sorry. That sounds kind of like... it's uh, So, a potato latke traditionally is not made with mashed potatoes, but it sounds kind of like a potato latke. But that's why I said itch, because the yeah. latkes are usually made with shredded potatoes. Yeah. Taddy scones are made with mash, but itch. Yeah, it's a potato <laughs> pancake. I'll take ish. I'll take the ish. More no, flowery. trust me. Thai scone, square sausage, mat sauce on a roll. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I uh, the amount of spices that are in my cabinets right now that I use on a daily basis. I would make. I am uh, legit medieval. craving mashed turnips now. Fuck, Chris. Did, did you know that we had we have square sausage in Scotland? No. What we have animal? square sausage in Scotland. It's it's adorable that they think that's really like, do you do you all think that's like really cool or something? Is that I'm proud yeah. of our square sausage. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> just making sure. It's okay, buddy. You all be real happy about that square sausage, okay? Leave his square sausage alone. If his here's sausage is square, he needs to be talking to a doctor about that. Here's here's some square sausage. <laughs> All right. Oh God, beans! Jesus. <sighs> Fucking beans. Let's talk about beans for breakfast, okay? Good big beans. Let's not. No, no. Don't who give the your shit. Who the fuck thought baked beans for breakfast was a good fucking idea? Here's a proper standard Scottish fry up. All right, you've got. Oh, he's um, got full. He's got full Scottish now. All right. Fry up. You go fry up, alright? I did go right. I did go a little Scottish there. Apologies. <laughs> um, no, don't apologize. I'm loving it. Go more. <laughs> it's like it's so rare that it comes out when you're talking. I love it. No, I know. I <laughs> it's fucking brilliant. <laughs> so uh sausage square sausage or links, either or uh bacon, eggs, uh tomato, mushroom, patty scone, uh Fried bread and a cup of tea. Ooh. What's Ooh, a Thai scone? And haggis and black pudding. Literally what we've been talking about this whole time. <laughs> and a wee bit of haggis and black pudding. <laughs> wow. I will admit, not a fan of baked beans. Could make myself eat them. Cannot do black pudding. Black pudding, it's I can a, deal with blood. Black it's, a it's a texture whatever. thing. I can't the texture. It's a texture thing. I, I can't. Too thick. Black pudding is bless. I don't no. particularly like it, but I've eaten I, it before. I don't, it, it's the texture of it. I, I can't. It's another case with square sausage, black pudding, we bit of peppercorn sauce on a roll. Mm. So good. <laughs> and we... Nope, 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 nope. That's probably going to get us banned. Uh, I won't say that. Uh, I won't say it. Nope, uh, nope, 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 nope. Not going to say it. Nope, 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 nope. Not taking a ban today. Um, <laughs> in hosts. Didn't we have topics to talk about? We did. We're getting there. Patience, Grasshopper. There's no rush. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh. No, no. <laughs> I'm so glad you didn't say that. Oh, no. I told you. Told you I'm not getting banned today. Why is our executive producer trying to get us banned? 
This is the opposite wow. of what you're trying to do. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, Elby's trying to get him banned. Cav is crying. Cav is crying. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> Chris, I know, I know you could feed me if I come over there. Oh my! <laughs> oh dear! No. <laughs> His square sausage. Cock a leaky soup. <laughs> oh God, Christopher, um, you can, can you see in get- real time. Me LB, reconsidering that. that as I was thinking it. Yes, I could see it. Oh dear. Oh no. Leaky oh, we're way soup. off the rails. The rails oh. don't exist today. I love it. <laughs> oh shit. <clears throat> yes, Kevin. What you said. Wow. Then I think not what I said, but we'll go with what you said. I think we need to move on. That's nothing can top that. <clears throat> no, let's go. Let's move on. Oh. Now, if we were on kick, I might have said that. Yes, if you if we were no. on kick, you would have been able to say that, and you probably wouldn't be very much ramifications, except our community thinking we're terrible. Man, I mean, maybe some of your co-hosts. I feel like we would find more of an audience there, given our content. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give it, give it the look people. here. Give it the look. Yes, unfortunately. I mean, I don't want to say it, but... What do you got against bald people? I'm not going down this route. I'm not going down this route. Not not, not with a 10-foot barge pole. Did any of you guys watch Gamescom? There was like no. a bunch of new video games I did not. announced. I watched uh, I a couple was... of trailers for stuff that was talked about, but... Oh, I was yeah, too what busy getting yeah. You were too busy getting what, Christopher? Very drunk. What would have looked ah. good for me? What did you think um, I said? Sonic the Hedgehog? No, that would have looked good to carry. Okay. Hmm. The Modern Warfare oh. gameplay? Actually, I didn't watch that one yet. Oh. I'm stumped. What is and it? There he is. There's, there's, the, there's the reaction. Yep. Gary, yeah, Gary yeah, immediately. Yeah. Sonic? 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 Yeah. Mine? Mine? Gary, Mine? Gary has a Sonic onesie. Gotta go fast. It's adorable. <laughs> Dude, I need to get a new onesie. Like the one, the only one I've got is the Murloc one, and it is not that comfortable because I'm a big guy. I need to get a big onesie. I still want a Murloc one. Oh. I'm still sad I don't have one. Nath, I found it. Assassin's Creed Mirage. Oh, it took you that long to figure that out. That's pretty pathetic, Kevin. This is like. <laughs> she, 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 she tried to inject herself into an armored core discussion yesterday or the day before. I didn't try to inject myself into it. All I said was I got excited because I saw AC and then went, oh, sir, what the fuck is that? <laughs> I was like, what? This is supposedly the first time they've been back to the Middle East in an uh, Assassin's Creed game in a while. Mm-hmm. Any, yep. what, what's different about this one now? Other than uh, the setting? Going, 
it's uh, going back to the origins and being much more stealthy than the last three have been. Oh, nice. Did you say salty? Stealthy. stealthy. Oh, okay. Sneaky, sneaky. Get the jizz out of your mind, Chris. Yeah, no, I immediately went jazz. I'm sorry. I know. I know Jesus. that's where you went, Christopher. I fucking know. Okay. I know you. Um, yeah, you do. They did <laughs> mention a game that Chris plays. The you keep your onesie at the office. Hankai Star Rail, Chris. There's like a yeah. There's there were no 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 husbandos. I do update for the husbandos. I'm sorry. Right, that would make sense. Um, they did talk about something that was coming for Honkai. They are bringing out uh, obviously uh, the new the new upgraded Dan Hung, and I think there's a new support character coming as well as a support. Uh, uh, weapon for the PC um, and some information on the new planet. Nice. Yeah. Which I have already got all my currency ready to just dump it all to roll for Dan Han. Of course you do. <laughs> I, I want a new husbando. Hey guys, I heard you like parasitic uh, monetization schemes. I haven't spent money on this. I, I, I am aware, but there will come a day that you they will release something possibly that you go i need to have gav let him dump all of his coin into his husbando yeah let me dump, let me dump my lord into my husbandos <laughs> um gav any games that Continuing. you saw that looked good? actually absolutely fucking not i didn't look at the damn thing at all <laughs> <laughs> There's a new Souls-like game called Wukong. Did you see that? Just because it's Souls-like doesn't mean I'm going to actually follow it. It kind of looks like Souls-like or Monster Hunter. But with like animated characters or people characters. I don't know what it is. Eh, I'll take a look at it. Oh, mm. you did. we did talk about the Payday 3 world yes, premiere. We talked, with, we, we talked a little bit about that. Um, where freaking Starbreeze finally is pushing out Payday 3 after a failed launch years back. Um, a failed attempted launch years back. Um, yeah, uh, we'll see how it goes. Um, the Payday 2 uh, is a absolute goddamn mess if you want to try to get into the game right now. Um, and has been for years. Uh, but we'll see how the th third game goes. It's probably going to be a microtransaction health hellscape like the current ones. Hmm. Not to say the game isn't fun. The game's fun as shit, but yeah. The um, the game that I saw that looked interesting was called The First Descent, which kind of looks like a third person, like looter shooter game is how they described it, but it kind of looks like hmm. a sci-fi division, I guess. Okay. But there's like abilities and stuff. It looks pretty good. But these are all like brand new games and who knows when and if any of these will come out. Oh, there was um a huge announcement for Cyberpunk 2077. Did you guys see that? No. No. It's like a complete revamp to like the skill trees and um, different new ways to play the game, new missions, 
a lot of the changes that they're making are coming back to the current game without having to buy the expansion. So might be interesting to check that out. Uh, Somebody's baking. <laughs> I remember hearing about this, but I'm looking at their future games show stuff right now. I remember hearing about this, but Star Trucker. Star Trucker? Star Trucker. A- A- intergalactic uh, driving sim. Like okay. right up Chris's alley, too, probably. I was literally just thinking that. Can someone link that to me? Sure, I'll find some information for it later. And get that Thank you, I used to find it so zen watching you play that game. <laughs> Dude, honestly, American Truck Simulator, if I'm in a bad mood, I just boot it up and I just put some music on and I just chill and drive. It's so chill. Yeah, I used to find it so relaxing when you would, like, stream it because it was just like, just sit here, watch you drive. <laughs> like, it's chill. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, they. Oh my god, somebody's baking. It's all I can smell. It smells so good. There was um, there was a lot of news about like a new season for Diablo Four that I'm not sure anyone Diablo. cares about. Three or four. Diablo Four. The, about the next Diablo season 4, yeah. for Diablo Four. Season, season I got two to like, for Diablo. I got 4. to like level eleven on the battle pass and got really bored and gave up. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. Um mm-hmm. there's um uh, Snap Marvel Snaps now on Steam. Still Ooh. not gonna look at it. I mean, good for Ben. I'm very proud and very happy of Ben. Yeah. Because that's what second dinner was working on was Marvel Snap. Oh, that was Ben's game? Yeah. hmm okay. Marvel Snap was Ben Broad and Second Dinner. Uh, Snap is a bit of a problem, though. They, they've got... Yeah. There's some stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's... It, it, like, <laughs> there's a reason I haven't played it, Carrie, because I already looked at like the gameplay flow, and I'm like, I was spending like $300 a year on Hearthstone. I, I cannot. Yeah, with Marvel property, with comic properties, B-list comic properties, oh, I, that'd be dangerous for me. I love me some B-list and C-list uh, Marvel heroes, okay? I actually, I prefer B-list and C-list uh, DC heroes. They're more interesting, personally, but... Um, yeah. Yeah, th- there was just a lot of games that I wasn't super thrilled about. There's, like, that one. Oh, the, there's um, an Age of Empire 4 Anniversary Edition coming out. <laughs> I don't know if, Gav, you like those type of games. I do like Age of Empires, but I haven't played them in a while. Yeah, it looks like there's some quality of life stuff that's coming out in that to like help organize your characters more easily. Mm-hmm. I don't know, just I don't know. I think this year is kind of all of the good stuff has already kind of come out already. Uh, for this year, yes, some of the stuff that's coming out next year does look interesting. I think it's really cool that Supermassive Games is doing Little Nightmares 3. Little Nightmares 1 and 2 were fantastic games. They were just wonderful little indie-ish kind of games. Um, the, fact that they've, the fact that they've got Supermassive working on the third one is really cool. Um, I don't think we got any more news on um, the next Hades game, which I need to I want more information on the next 80s game already, please. Thank you. 
I think that was on the whatever event came out earlier in the year. They did mention it that. was. Yeah. Well, that's where it got announced was Hades 2. Yeah. Was that's when that got announced. Um, I just need I need more. I need more information about that. than mm-hmm. uh, an early an early trailer. Uh, I need more. By God. Please. Hades was. I, I need to get that game so that I can. Uh, yeah, just have the game because it's that good. It, the Hades one was fantastic. It was so good. Yeah. Once again, I will always uh, bring up the fact that I did not actually buy that game myself. That game was bought for me by Seth. Nice. He bought that for me out of nowhere because I had it on my wish list and he was just like, here you go, buddy. Oh, nice of him. We have good friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think a lot of the games that came out at least are coming out soon. Um, yes. A lot of them are early 2024. Yeah. I don't like when these like release shows only feature games that are going to be out three years from now. I think that's Elder Scrolls six. What? Yeah. It's just who cares? October. We're yeah. Go, uh, like, no, I'm just going to say right now, like the next eight to 10 months of gaming is fucking ridiculous. There is a lot of really cool indie stuff coming out in the next year. There's a lot of really good AAA stuff coming out in the next year. Like, this is a really great time to be playing games. And prices are reasonable for computer components, too, at the moment. Uh, I mean, GPUs are still ridiculously high in pricing, but it's a good time to build right now. If you're looking to upgrade or build, it's a good time. Vince just (laughs) got all of his components. I can't believe what hard drives are going for right now. They're super cheap. They're so fucking cheap. They're two terabyte uh, SS, uh, NVMe SSDs, you know, going for like 70 bucks. Yeah. It's insane. Hint, like, hint, yeah, LB. now is the time to buy. Yeah, now is the time to buy components. If you're buying components, now is the time. If you have the money and the capability, don't go nuts and don't fucking endanger yourself for computer components. God damn it. Yeah. Hey, LB's some people mentioning... need to get told that. I need to get told, told that. Yeah. Albie's mentioning um, Crimson Desert, the people who made Black Desert. That mm-hmm. that does look really good. I was like interested in that, but not interested in what I've heard about Black Desert. <laughs> Just like AFK leveling, that kind of thing. The game plays itself in a lot of times. Yes, Black Desert does have a feature that get auto runs you around locations. Yeah. Terry, if you do build a PC, I want an invite to Micro Center. If you do that. Don't do it, Carrie. But yeah, prices are very strong right now. Uh, It's time to buy when you can, if you can. If you got the ability to, spend the money, buy it. Uh, What else do we have to talk about? I don't know. There was, um, I mean, we we haven't talked in a month, and there was a big release for Modern Warfare 3. Mm-hmm. The release, the, the, you know, that game, what people have figured out is identical to Modern Warfare 2, functionally, from a code base level. Yeah, which is that why... Game, <laughs> that they're charging 70 US dollars for the base version of? That yeah. game? The fact that they're rolling 
the fact that it's a feature that they're rolling forward all of the cosmetics that were purchased in Modern Warfare 2 is kind of funny when you think about it like that. It's like, yeah, it's basically the same game on the same code base, and that's why everything's rolling forward. But um, the way that they did it was pretty interesting because they announced it via like an in-game event that you could do. And us three, we actually did the event. Um, Gavin now. Four and times. Yeah, it was it was fun. It was just like a story mission that had multi that was like multiplayer. Um there was like groups, I don't know, I think eight groups of three. And you all had to kind of collectively work together in a PvE no, mission. It was groups of four, because we had a rando with oh, us. Oh yeah, that's right. Groups of four. And there was multiple parts to the mission, and it ended up going into this like um like gassed bunker and we had to like bring out gas canisters or chemical canisters before the place exploded and it was super fun and there was rewards that you could get just a a very engaging way to announce a trailer and when you beat that multiplayer level the reward was being able to see the release trailer even though it was already on YouTube at the time but um yep. still a pretty fun event in an interesting and compelling way to announce it. So the one thing that I thought was interesting is that they're going to be bringing back remastered versions mm-hmm. of Modern Warfare 2 2019 or 2009. Um, mm-hmm. 16 launch maps from Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. So that's going to be interesting from a multiplayer perspective to get to replay those maps if you're used to playing them or for me get to play them for the first time because i didn't play that version um and like i said a lot of the things that you bought in modern warfare 2 are going to roll over to modern warfare 3 which is cool so that you're not wasting your money on things and there's going to be a zombies mode um and something called open i forget what it's called now the open world missions in the campaign, open combat mm-hmm. missions, yeah. which will allow you to complete a level in multiple ways, either stealth or guns ablazing. So, yeah, fun things to look forward to. And that's coming out later this year. I should know the release date, but I don't. November 10th. So, yeah. That was a fun story. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Modern Warfare Three stuff is. Yeah, I don't know if I'll actually buy the game. I don't know. I'll probably maybe keep playing Warzone. Who knows? But I probably won't be buying the game because that's you know a year and another big one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else we have. Uh, there was YouTube drama, and then. I had some stuff written down that I was going to talk about. Um, particularly, um, we talked about Icarus New Frontier. We haven't talked about Icarus New Frontiers. Icarus is a game that Kevin, LB, and I have been playing off and off for over a year at this point. Uh, they've just launched a new expansion. Um, we'll see. We're planning on probably playing again. We'll see how that goes. Maybe. 
25 bucks for a new expansion, so. I think they're doing uh, a lot of quality of life things in Icarus that might make it fun, and the open, the new missions that you can do in the open game mode look good. So mm-hmm. that might be worth a shot to go, come back to. At least take a look at it. Yeah, go in. Yeah. I, I feel like a lot with a lot of these survival games, once you get to the top of the tech tree and you don't have anything else to like build it's not towards, a whole lot it left just kind of yeah. loses a especially lot of its when it's, Especially when it's just a survival game and that's it. Like you're just day to day survival. That's whatever. Giving you missions, on the other hand, that's a whole other story. That's, you know. That's more of what Neth was asking for when yeah. she was giving you, giving you a purpose. When you played those kind of things with us, you wanted a purpose in playing a survival game. You didn't want it to just be survival for the sake of survival. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, another thing that we've gotten um, <laughs> in between the last show and today, um, Baldur's Gate three launched and it got a first and it got a major patch. Um, all between last sh- between the last show we recorded and this show. Um, Armored Core 6 launched just this the 24th, two days ago. Um, huge, massive, uh, massive uh, release uh, for those of us in that sort of fandom. Um, uh, and, and also, in other news, No Man's Sky, Sean Murray, and Hello Games has launched a, yet another massive expansion for uh no man's sky uh i believe it's called echoes uh adds large-scale space combat space space-based combat uh a brand new race and a whole new weapon class a whole new uh like weapon slash item class so um they just they every time they don't win the labor of love award during like game award stuff like steam awards things like that i am always Shocked and Gary, yes, I completely fucking forgot about that. I had that on my list earlier in the week. Um, I had that on my list earlier in the week. Uh, Bomb Rush Cyberfunk, which is a spiritual successor featuring some of the folks who were, oh, no, I don't think it, there's somebody involved uh, with it that was part of the one of the originals. Um, Bomb Rush Cyberfunk is a um, it's spiritual successor to Jet Set Radio. Uh, JSF, uh, JSRF, Jetset Radio, Jetset Radio Future, uh, Composer. That was it. Um, Jetset Radio, Jetset Radio Future. Um, those were two games. Uh, the Jetset Radio itself was a Dreamcast title, very early in the lifespan of the Dreamcast. Um, glorious game. Absolutely loved it. Um, you run around a city and you do sick fucking rollerblade tricks, and then you spray paint things. All okay. set to a cell shaded candy colored Japanese anime aesthetic. I'll show you pictures of it later now. Don't worry. I'm uh, feeling that's I, aiming at a really specific target audience. Not really. The game was just really fun. Okay. Um, but yeah. Um sure. that also released. Yeah. So that's big there's we talked earlier about there being a lot of stuff that's coming out and a lot of stuff that will be coming out. This is a ridiculous like eight month stretch right now. We're in the middle of a ridiculous ass eight month, eight month stretch of video gaming. And I'm okay with that. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> I have a really super quick one, and then we can talk about Baldur's Gate. Sure. <clears throat> um, I'm a giant nerd. You all know this. Um, yeah. What? No. Right? Sure. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm amazed. <laughs> since the uh, last show, um, there's been an uh, announcement in the Power Rangers uh, biosphere, as it were, um, for the new series that's coming out, uh, Power Rangers Cosmic Fury. Um, the release date for it will be on the on September 29th on Netflix. Um, not only will it be the first of the Power Rangers franchise to have unique costumes away from the Super Sentai series, um, it's a... <laughs> Scary jumped, jumps right to it. Uh, David Yost will be returning as Billy Cranston, the original Mighty Morphin Blue Ranger. Um, which super excited for. So I just wanted to mention that. <laughs> I I hope they treat David Goss better this time around. A hundred percent. It's it's a it's a different team, obviously. It's also a different mm -hmm. fuck. It's three decades later. It's been three decades, so you know it's it's it's, it's a different time. It's a different team. It's a different. Everything. So I mad. I mean, he wouldn't have came back for uh, for the Mighty Morphin special if it wasn't for yes, a per perfect example. The uh, Power Ranger, uh, the the Power Ranger from uh, Dino Charge. Uh, is it no D Dino Fury? Which oh my god, which is the one before this one? Fury, yes, Dino Fury. No, that's that is Dino Fury. The one, the the Green Ranger from Dino Fury is uh, openly gay, and she is also the first female Green Ranger uh, actress. If I remember, Tessa something. She plays the character of Izzy. Tessa Roll, there it is. Thank you, Care. Um, he's the only person I know that like you come close to her. Our Ranger Nerdiness. Well, uh, that's going to launch on Netflix on September 9th, uh, 29th. I'm super excited for it. Um, yes. <clears throat> we may talk about Baldur's Gate now. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, so Baldur's Gate um, is a is the successor to the original Baldur's Gate uh, one and two, as released by Black Isle Studios back in the nineties. Um, suspiciously later than you think, you know, when when you when you think about Baldur's Gate, the original Baldur's Gate, um, it's suspiciously later than you think it is. Uh, because the CRPG uh, revolution, things like that. Uh, the first game was released on 1998. This was the first Baldur's Gate was a year after StarCraft released. I was seven years old. Yeah. Um, the games are very, um, very 
of their time. They were second edition D&D Advanced Dungeons and Dragons games. Um, and it was designed as having as close to playing the game in real life as they could in a video game. Um, Baldur's Gate 3, but Black Isle shut down a very long time ago. Baldur's Gate 3 was announced a couple of years ago. Uh, 2019, I believe, is when they announced it. They've been working on it since, like, 2017. Something like that, yeah. Something like that. 2017, 2018, something like that. Um, the game has a massive scope which is very traditional for CRPGs. CRPGs typically have incredibly massive scopes. Um, the problem is CRPG hasn't been a genre for a long while. It hasn't been a popular genre in a long while. Why is that, guys? Um, um, it's just sort of viewed as a relic. Uh, it's like RTSs. They're not viewed as a modern gaming sensibility. Uh, they don't, they, they're, they're, they're slow, they're methodical, they're usually single player or very small groups to co-op experience if it is a multiplayer. There's no competitiveness associated with it. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, it, it's it's just modern sensibilities have also moved over. We uh, we believe very so strongly in this live service model. Are we sorry? The live service model has been forced on us so heavily in oh, the last. I say, we don't believe that shit. It's just it's been, what it is. A live service model has been forced on us so heavily for the past 15 years or so, uh, 10 to 15 years, that CRPGs were not viewed as a financially responsible game decision. To make a CRPG was not viewed as a responsible decision for a large publisher. So you were left with a small group of publishers making these, uh, these games. Um, so primarily... Larian and then also Beamdog. Beamdog did uh does um the other ones who did the remasters for Baldur's Gate, Baldur's Gate 2, and Icewind Dale. Mm-hmm. And Planescape. Uh, well, no, I don't think we have a Planescape one yet. No. We don't have a Planescape Torment. God damn it. <clears throat> uh Mass It'll Effect. Come. Yeah. Yeah, um, Mass Effects. Had a big effect, god damn it, Ellie. Mm-hmm. Um so, yes, the, the Bioware, the Bioware design also had a very large effect because Bioware changed, you know, the sort of face of Western RPGs. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is why we've got Dragon Age and, Bio, and uh, Mass Effect and games like that that have been very popular over the last 10 to 15 years. Baldur's Gate 3 is a such a left field game for the mainstream media that people are talking. I've been talking about it for months and hyping it up. Because this is ah, this is such a huge game. And it's like, guys, this has been in fucking early access for like the last three or four years. Like this the, is game's been re- the game's been ready. The game we we knew the game was gonna be great, but it's like everybody's kind of glommed onto this, and it's great. I love to see it because I want more people to play CRPGs. They are fantastic. Um super, I, I I love the freedom that they afford. Um, um uh, uh Tides of Numenera. Was the other one? Uh, Tides of Numenera, Pillars of Eternity, um, Pillars of Eternity Two. Love Pillars of Eternity, by the way, so yeah. fucking good. Those are the other ones I was thinking of in my head. Yeah, uh, uh, Tides of Numenera, uh, Pillars of Eternity, Pillars of Eternity Two, and uh, uh, Divinity were the big sort of series that have been that have taken over the CRPG place, and they've don't call it a comeback because they never left. 
The games were still there, they just the audience wasn't there for them. Larian Studios uh, is one of their biggest games is the Divinity series, which is another CRPG, very much spiritual successors to the original CRPGs, Baldur's Gate, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Baldur's Gate is fucking good. Let's just put it that way. I'm sitting here talking about it and explaining shit. It's like, no, just flat out. Baldur's Gate 3 is a great fucking game. It is a compelling narrative and mm-hmm. with solid gameplay. And a. I'd say 95 percent faithful reproduction of uh, D&D 5th edition rules. Yeah, there's a there's some there's the the warlock stuff they did to make the game flow better for a warlock. Yeah, was big. Yes, but it works with the game with their with the gameplay that they're trying to do. So it was a good change at the end of the day. Um, what I will say is one of the biggest things that has impressed me about Baldur's Gate is how authentic they have been able to pull authentically they've been able to pull the player's handbook and even some stuff out with the player's handbook into the game and still feel like it should yes um i think that what a lot of people have been very shocked about with baldur's gate 3 and i think some folks were are going to agree with this here because it's something we've already mentioned it's the fact that it was a Feature complete game. Mm-hmm. There is no microtransactions. There are no DLCs planned for this game. Mm-hmm. There is not even an expansion planned for this game. They have not even. Swin Vicky, uh, the head of Larian, has gone on record and said, We have not even thought about doing anything except for the core gameplay right now. There are no plans for an expansion. There are no uh, plans for DLC, no plans for... There will be no microtransactions in the game, period. Now, just to clarify, that doesn't mean there will not be an expansion. That doesn't mean there will not be a DLC. I Correct. don't think they'll ever see microtransactions. <laughs> but, but as of this moment, this is not something that is in their plan for the game. Mm-hmm. This is a feature-rich, story-deep, complete game. The game is done. The game What shipped. you buy is what you get. There is no, you know, there's no, hey, do you want to romance this one NPC? Better go buy the DLC in the middle of your romance scene, you know? Hey, d- hey, do you do you want your wizard to have this awesome staff? Better spend some money on our store. There's absolutely none of that. Um, that was really that. And that was the thing that happened in Dragon Age, by the way. The romance thing that happened in Dragon Age. Yeah, I'm not shocked. Yeah. Um, the game is good. The game is feature rich. The game is dense. Um, you know, we're sorry, also the best, the best way to describe it is the game is what you buy. Yeah. The game is literally what you pay for. <laughs> um, so we are getting this on with and following on its heels. We've also had Armored Core 6 Rubicon, Fires Rubicon launch. Armored Core 6 is also launched as a complete game. The game is done, essentially. They have, there are no microtransactions attached to it. It's, a, it's, an L, it's a FromSoft game. There are no microtransactions attached to it. There is no DLC currently announced, but it's a FromSoft game. We'll get DLC, and guess what? If we get DLC, that DLC is going to be fucking dense. 
that DLC is going to be a whole ass other game, basically. Okay, we have got two of these very complete, feature-rich, densely storied games that have released in a very short time frame. And a lot of people right now are calling and saying that this is going to be a this is a second coming of, you know, the classic model of developing a video game in which you just make a game. You don't build an ecosystem, you don't make a live service, you don't do anything, you just make a game. And you let it go and people buy the game and they're happy with it. Mm hmm. That's kind of what we're going to be talking about here, because that has not been the model of gaming for a long time. As we said, 10 to 15 years, you know, sure. it's been pushing on this live service model. So, Kevin, you and Neth have been a little quiet because Chris and I have decided to fanboy and geek out over here for a minute. I want to give you all a chance to talk about this a little bit, too. I haven't really played this game at all. Oh, I know. No, 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 Kevin, we're talking about the, the, the fact that these two very done the game is done you could buy the game and you get the game mm -hmm. versus say going and playing call of no duty dlc no there's no events, battle pass you have to go no buy because you pass. want this cosmetic there's none of that yeah good for them i I'm, mean i like it like it's been a long time since we've had games since we have had things that aren't like Oh, this is Battle Pass, or oh, this leads to seasons, or oh, this is this or that, or blah. Like it's been a long time since I've been able to play the just, game. Exactly, it's been a long time since I've been able to, to say, okay, this is my budget for this game. There it is. Oh, I never have to worry about Done. money again. For it. <laughs> Done. Yeah, right. Done. Can you play this game with other people? Yes, yes. hundred yes. percent. Up to up to three, up to four, a party of four. Party of also, total players, but, but there are also, mods. You don't. But have there are to. mods. There are mods that allow you to do up to a party of sixteen if you want. Yeah. But if also, you want to go, ads, you don't, don't, have, don't to. have to. You don't have to. You can play by yourself. You don't even have I to have play. companions in the game. You can play by yourself. You could get rid of all your companions and go play all the encounters by yourself if you really wanted to be a crazy person. Yeah, which no, there are uh, already one, people one, doing. One of uh, my FC's friends, one of my FC members' friends, actually did that. Unintentionally, he didn't know where uh, any of the uh, NPCs companions were. He got the disconnected from the companions. Yeah, the two companions that you met, uh, obviously Shadowheart and uh, Lizelle, in the actual uh, the tutorial area, mm -hmm. he thought they were just tutorial companions, and they were dead. <laughs> did he actually? Did they, were they dead? Really? No, he just never met them again. You fucking literally run across Shadowheart five feet away from you. I know. She's fucking unconscious right there. I think he thought she was dead and just walked past her. Wow. Yeah, because if you don't if you don't go up like you're gonna search her body and trigger it doesn't it like it's not an auto cutscene. It's just you have to trigger it. So oh shit. Oh that's funny. Can you have like a much different experience if you play through oh, this yeah. game multiple times? So, oh, here's yeah. the best part about this game. Your choices fucking matter. Very much so. Literally the there <laughs> literally one choice in act 1 can completely change the game from start to finish. 
You no. can finish the game in Act 2 if you want. Yep. That's what I was talking about earlier. There's a speedrun involving Act 2. Yes, there is a speedrun in Act 2 where you can... It's Gale Percent. In... Gale Percent. It's Gale Percent. Just call Gale, it Gale Percent speedrun. You can finish it and I believe it's 10, 10 minutes. minutes. 10 minutes, 39 seconds. seconds. 10 minutes, 30. like 12, 10, 39, something like that. Yeah, it's ridiculously fast. The entire game is done in 10 minutes. Credits mm-hmm. roll. Wow. What? Yeah. Why would you want to do that, though? Because speedrunners, they love that shit. I don't know. Are most and people also, playing also, this that is, alone? That, yeah, the vast majority of people are playing it alone. Um, I've got two campaigns running. I've yep. got a solo campaign, and I've got a darkened campaign with a couple of my friends. Uh, I'd like to run another campaign. I'd like to run a campaign at some point. Um, but, yes. you know, if I do it, it's I want to do it with Chris is the problem. Like, 100% he's got to be there. Yep. All right, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll, figure, we'll, it out. we'll it, figure it out. We'll figure it out. It'll potentially be, like, a weekend thing. It might be, like, like you. we show up and play for, you know, two hours on a weekend sometime. Yeah. Yeah. And that's no, I can live with that. But yeah, it's like there are so many variations to the game. And mm-hmm. the fact of the matter is, is that people they've already said that mod support is something they want. Like that is a priority for them is getting mod support into the game and making sure that the entire game is moddable. Hmm. Uh, so, yeah, it, 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 the, the fact of the matter is, is that this game is going to be supported for years to come, if not by Larian, then by the community. Mm-hmm. 100%. Nice. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm a tabletop nerd. I like board games. I like games. I love these old CRPGs. So, like Harry's saying, you know, it's not a game for him. It's a game for me. It's 100% a game designed for the nostalgia-baiting psychopath that I am. <laughs> you know? I, I've never been too involved with, like, turn-based action games like this. Just I wouldn't call it a turn-based. too slow. It's turn-based, Christopher. Let's yeah, but I wouldn't call it an action game. It's not an action game, strictly, no. Mm-hmm. Turn-based <laughs> RPG. Yeah, turn-based RPG is perfect. A role-playing game. We tried to play Divinity, and then you and Chris, Chris joined us once, and we never played yeah, it again. Yeah, we also need to remember I've played through Divinity many times. Okay. Hmm. Many times. Yeah, I don't know. Not, no, how it's, it's not, every, game is, not every game is for everybody. No. That's fair. Have you been enjoying it? How far did you get? I'm tromping my way through the Underdark. I... And I'm, okay. I'm, I'm I'm having a load of fun. Nice. Okay, question. Uh, your for your first playthrough, class and race. Me. Both these. Okay, oh. Drow, Rogue. I I did all my weird playthroughs during early access, so I am a human <laughs> wizard. Nice. Human male wizard. Uh half grow ranger. Oh. 
yeah, I, I kind yeah. of, it actually took me a little while to like, because I was like, I was going to go Ranger. And then I was like, no, I don't want to go Ranger. I want to do something different. And I was kind of futzed around and then was like, I don't want to be a caster. So I actually was torn between Rogue and Barbarian for a hot minute. And then I was like, oh, fuck it, I'm going Rogue. I windmill slam wizard instantaneously. <laughs> now, does that mean that I'm going to stay a wizard and maybe not talk to Withers? I've we'll already spoken to Withers a couple of times. I started I know off you. As, yeah, so <laughs> I've, I've jumped between Monk and Ranger a couple times. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'll play with LB if he wants to play. Because it's. I think I need to play with someone. I don't think it would hold my attention if I was playing solo. I mean, it's it's fair. fair. I mean, it's not for you. You're not really someone who. He's not really really story driven. That's literally what I was about to say. You're not really someone who goes heavy Mm -hmm. into story driven games. Mm -hmm. Kevin likes a compelling gameplay. Yes. I like movies for story. Yeah. But he likes compelling gameplay when he's playing a game. I like to have a story told to me. Yeah. Same. Is what it is. We're all different people, and we all got different tastes, mm-hmm. which is why we have such a pain in the dick finding a game for everybody to play. Yeah. yeah. I keep telling everyone to just play Fortnite. It's easier. Even though some of us like haggis, they will only play when you ask them to. Correct. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Well, I need to order pizza and have food yep. and eat after then. After this, um, but maybe mm-hmm. Fortnite later. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. Um, I just want to say that uh, it's like, we're getting really late in the show. We talked a lot about some other shit, but I really want to drive home the, the point weather. that we are in a we are in a ascension point for games right now. There, this is this is this is definitely kind of like a a, a break point in modern game design. Are we going to continue down full featured complete games that do not require a live service that are not just indies? Is the Indies have been doing this for years. Indies have been doing this still for Indies have never years. stopped doing this. Indies yeah. never stopped. But is this this is this is an inflection point for AAA? Do we continue to see more games come out that are feature complete and done that don't need uh, a live service drip feed seasonal model of gameplay? I hope so. Versus just getting the game and maybe getting an expansion down the line. Elden Ring, Shadow of the Erd Tree. That's a full-fledged expansion we're getting, basically. Okay? They haven't drip-fed us any content for that game. We're getting an expansion. We're getting a DLC to it. But it's coming out. It'll be a whole thing. I, I think getting back to the earlier point, Gav, is I rather... I think... I rather just support games that are finished, whether it's live service model or... No, um, okay, okay. So not, the, not supporting games that are in early access, not supporting games that are in beta mode. Um like actually okay. buying a game that's feature complete and released. So I'll disagree with you on early access and beta games because there are finished games. Baldur's Gate 3 was an early access game for a very long time. 
all right? The problem is, is that live service is never complete. A live service game is never complete because that's the whole purpose of a live service game is to continue to develop the game and add content and to continue pulling people into the game and having them stay within the ecosystem. Inherently, there is never going to be a complete live service game. Well, I think like, yeah, I understand what you're saying, but I feel like um, we play Valheim, for example, which I think was a, a good example of a game that had a lot of content, even though it was in early access. While other games are in early access and there's maybe a few hours of gameplay before you're tapped out on stuff to do. Well, that's your choice on if you want to support that developer. You have to look at it. You have to look at early access as if you are giving a direct financial boost to the developer of the game to continue development of the game. All right. That's how you have to look at it. All right. Because the plan is to eventually have the game be served, be full, fully complete and done by the end of the day. All right? right. All you're doing is helping cover costs because they couldn't cover. They couldn't make enough money to start to fund the game complete. So they sold early access as an opportunity to get people involved in the game to get them to give you money, right? There are a lot of early access scams out there, but there are also very good early access games, like Baldur's Gate 3 was an early access game. Uh, Hades started as an early access game, I believe. A bunch of other games Minecraft. start... Minecraft. Um, a lot of games... Minecraft was... That's a whole thing. Um, <laughs> there's a whole, there's a whole thing there. But I'm not even going to talk about Infiniminer. I'm not even going to talk about Infiniminer. Okay, I, I, given the opportunity, I love to rant about Infiniminer, but I'm not going to. Um, there are early access when done correctly is a great tool for developers, especially smaller teams that give them the opportunity to, um. Get feedback about how the game is developing from their players. Now, a AAA studio, fuck that noise. They have no need to go early access. There's no goddamn reason to go early access on a AAA game. So, I'm just having a wee look on Steam chart. Mm -hmm. uh, concurrent players for Baldur's Gate 3 right now, mm -hmm. just shy of 600,000. Uh, it peaked just shy of 900,000. Did they beat Hogwarts? Uh, I think I they think. beat Hogwarts. I'm pretty certain. Oh, yeah, no, I'm pretty sure they beat, they beat Hogwarts. But early access can be a useful tool. I do not believe any AAA developer should ever put a game into early access. Indies, I'm okay with. I'm okay with an indie going early access because it's also, I, I'm also, you know, I'm investing early in the game and I'm hoping that what I see comes of it. But scope creep is a thing and putting scope down is also an important thing. As Carrie's mentioning, it's like reducing the scope of what you're looking for or what you're trying to plan for is a very useful tool. Hmm. I, I, I disagree that early access should not be a thing or it shouldn't be uh we should not be supporting it because i do feel like there are quite a few games that have come out of early access that have done very good um same with kickstarter there's a lot of games that were terrible kickstarters but there are a lot of games that were really great kickstarters yeah I, uh, 
Mm-hmm. I guess like what I can't get my mind around is the standard of quality for an alpha, beta, or released game. There's no rhyme or reason to it. I mean, a lot of early access games also don't work well or might not work with your hardware if you have a computer or, you know, still have a lot of bugs in it that I don't have the patience to wait around until they fix. And, you know, I'd rather just play a game that doesn't have as many bugs or has been vetted out a bit. I mean, honestly, the, the best thing to do would play games that are two to five years old that have, you know, been critically acclaimed and just stay behind the curve and play things that I, mean, I know there, are good. There are people that do that. There are people that do that. Yeah. Well, even even games that are two to five years old still have bugs. That's some, the, some of them are sure. Well, it's like I can't play Destiny 2 from five <laughs> years ago. That's true. That's like can't play can't play WoW from five years ago. Yeah, so I it's there. The, you're bringing up a lot of really great points, Kevin, and I really honestly do feel like you're bringing up good points. We we're not going to be homogenous in how we view things. We are four very different people. Sure. So, um, like I think that you're bringing up. Harry brings up a freaking point. It's like what you're describing is Game Pass's business model. Mm. which you know that's you're you're a great candidate for game pass because you do have that sort of mindset but at the same time they also give you a lot of really great stuff too right now there's a ton of games in there yeah have you seen have you seen what game pass gives for if you if you play riot games jesus to everything Though yeah. I will say that we are seeing sort of a uh, streaming subscription model apocalypse going on right now. Yeah, kind of like uh, Netflix and all that kind of stuff is kind of having trouble. Not uh, that. Disney Plus in the U.S. went up 75 percent in the course of a year in price. Wow. Went from seven ninety nine to fourteen ninety nine a month. They also lost a ton of subscribers during that same yep. time frame. Yes, indeed they did. Probably not all due to price either. But No. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we've talked about this before too, but just wanting the pendulum to swing back to games that are more baked, right? And, mm-hmm. and waiting for something that's more baked before putting your money into it. And you know, I'm just voting with my wallet at this point. You know, I'm just not going to buy early access games that cost money. You know, that, that's like fine, man. You're in California. You can just bake as you want, dude. <laughs> I was waiting for someone to do a baked joke. I just want it to be baked, man. No, no, no. I, 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 I respect that opinion 150%. Like 150%. I respect the hell out of that opinion. Mm hmm. Yeah, we move. We might we may necessarily not agree, but we can respect each other. No? <laughs> well, that's I don't think he's wrong either. I don't think he's strictly wrong either. There are very solid points. Mm-hmm. I think overall, he and I are much closer to each other on this than we are, are to well than we are to say like 
Bobby Kotick or somebody else on the other side, you know? Um, yeah. That's not. Neither of us have horns or fucking hooves, so we're pretty far from Bobby Kotick. <laughs> yeah. A lot of the games that I like are early access games. LB. Is... As a point of reference, the reason that I just cracked up and lost my shit is that LB just called Kevin out in chat and said, I like open world survival craft games. And the next quote is, I won't buy early access games. Shots yeah. fired, LB. I LB love it. LB went feral. I think LB went straight for the fucking jugular. I, I like what Carrie said earlier in chat about reducing scope and releasing a game if you're a smaller studio with just a smaller scope. I mean, I think Valheim yes. could have been released as a version one and not called early access. And people could have played that and they could have released an expansion and that expansion could have had more features that they added to the game. For more money but it, there's not really a good standard around you know is this game playable versus does it does it just not have all of the features it's going to have at launch and you know there's i think as a gamer there's no real standard and if i keep buying games that are called early access i don't know if it's a feature thing or if it's a quality thing and i just don't have a lot of money to drop on games that aren't you know what they would consider release ready. So, you know, if there was standards to, you know, here's a game in early access that we're just going to call version one that is at least playable, even though it might not have as many features as another game, I would rather put my money into that than support all these early access games that could be feature incomplete or still have a lot of bugs. Would you agree then? With that, that in mind, that Baldur's Gate potentially has set in has set the kind the kind of what what words I'm looking for here, Gav? Um, uh, set the goalposts. Is that what I'm looking for? Yeah, I, it's it's attempting to reset the goalposts. Attempting yeah. to yeah, attempting to reset the goalposts in that kind of direction, where it's a case of yes, it's it's marked as early access. It's it's something that is of that level of quality where it could have been considered version one. Well, and then the wild ass thing with with that is that you have all of these developers going like, oh, well, don't expect Baldur's Gate to be the new standard. Hmm. It's like indie developers. Yes, dude, 100 percent. I am not going to expect an indie developer mm -hmm. to put out that quality right. of the game. No, all right. Definitely. Triple A's, you can fucking get your shit together. All right. Yeah, 100%. I, I mean, I hope they're looking at the release of Baldur's Gate and realizing that it's like, wow, when we put a, a, you know, a good quality game out that has a lot of upfront content, it can actually do really well. Well, and, and it's like not just really well, break fucking records, man. It's, it's, it's absolutely really breaking well. records. And so the other thing with that is. You know, and as Carrie mentioned earlier, is that a live service game is so ridiculously expensive compared to a complete a feature complete game. Like a traditional feature complete game is nowhere near as expensive to put out as a live service game. Um the other interesting thing about that is that um 
Um, Larian's a single game studio. I mentioned that earlier. Larian is a single yeah. game studio. They work a hundred percent. Their entire dev staff works on one game at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a group of very talented voice workers, voice actors that they use very frequently and a lot of, across most of their games. Mm-hmm. Um, they their mocap people are very. They use the same mocap people a lot of the time. So the games are. They have a baked in support network and a pipeline that they can run down that scales and affects costs significantly over the court over the long run of a game's time. Now, does it take them longer to get a game out? Hell yes. But they are releasing feature rich, complete games. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, I think all of us here would say a feature rich complete game as well worth the fucking wait mm-hmm. yeah and worth an upfront seventy dollars a hundred percent i have zero regrets on my purchase of boulders gate zero and yet you spent seventy dollars on diablo and have tons and, of regrets. and i'm so fucking <laughs> bored of it already yeah but yeah, I think I think that's what Gav's point was earlier in terms of a live service game is not meant to have all of its features at release and they expect you to play every season um to get a drip okay. feed of content. Yeah, drip feed of content, but also a drip feed of money for the company itself. Because they put mm-hmm. more money into making live service than they yeah. do full feature. Yeah, and they're doing even, you know, same sleazy things for Call of Duty, wanting an additional $70 a year out of it. It's it's funny because, right, you know, people shit on WoW for having a monthly cost, yet COD and other games no, want your money every clarify, year, too. Just to clarify, people don't shit on WoW for having a monthly cost. The subscription oh. model is, is, is old and well-established. And people, people don't... still bitch about it, and they bitched about it in the beginning too. Yep, they've always bitched about it. People bitch about WoW because of some uh, because of, because of their practice in regards to their shop and regards to how they actually monetize the player base. Why do you think no one bitches or complains about Fourteen Store? Mm-hmm. No one bitching complains about Fourteen. It's cosmetic. And their story skip if people want it. But there's nothing on there that you couldn't get um, in game. XP potions. XP potions. There's there's the there's the level boosts. There are the level yeah. boosts. Yeah. There's like job boosts and class boosts and stuff like that. There's the story skip and stuff and then the job boosts. Oh yeah. They don't. Because, because they're reasonably they're... priced. They're fairly priced. Compared mm-hmm. to the WoW shit, they are all reasonable. Carrie's uh, okay, got a fair point, too. The price on the sub hasn't gone up since launch, which is almost 20 years. That is not true. That is not true. Outside Maybe in the US, US. But, not in, but everywhere else, the price has increased. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember something about that, because it was... Uh, everywhere it was... else, the price has increased. Hmm. 
I mean, that Where? that's what it's coming down to. If it's a publicly traded exchange, though, it's if it's a publicly traded company, they want X amount of dollars from each person every year in order to make their quarterly figures, yada, yada. And they want more money each year. Yeah, the price on a Ukrainian and Turkish sub just went up this year. So every year they got to make more money. That's what a public company has to do. And whether it's a sub or an upfront cost, that's what they're doing. 2014, Chris, was when the sub increase went. It happened for y'all. Okay. But if we're using exchange rate as a, as a reason for the sub increase, why hasn't my 14 sub changed in the 10 years I've been playing? Hmm. I forgot how I'm we sorry. got on this topic. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, 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 a, it's, a fair, it's a fair question, surely. If, if the WoW sub goes up because of exchange rate, why hasn't my 14 sub went up the same rough amount for the exchange rate. Yeah, that's true. Yep. The fourteen sub is st- the fourteen sub has stayed steady the entire time I played fourteen. Yep. Uh, peg subs to inflation. Uh, that can also be used as a set of keywords on AO3. Just. Good luck, guys. Okay, we got real quiet there with me talking about pegging subs to inflation. Um, all right, I did. I, I didn't want to broach pegging and Kevin get Kevin all excited. Yeah, no, me neither. Take us back play. to a topic because um, I'm lost down mean, this rabbit hole. Uh, uh, I'll get lost on your rabbit hole. Um, are oh we my. done? Are we done here? Jeez. After that comment, yes. (laughs) Yes. Okay, Alice. Oh, my. Uh, Uh, What can I say? I'm just that damn good. (laughs) All right. Um, Anybody have any final thoughts? Let's start with Chris. I'm just going to go clockwise on my screen. Chris? um, I, I, I hope that AAA developers start seeing that there is merit in making full complete games over live service models because Baldur's Gate has just proven that it is completely possible and the community to be quite honest it seems like they prefer that kind of a model where they're not nickel and dined for every little thing good point I agree with what Chris just said. And also, I am still craving turnips. Kevin. Nice callback, man. Um, (laughs) I am, am like, hardcore. Like, I want turnips now. (laughs) Whether it's live service or a fully featured no DLC game, I just want a quality game that's done well and has good gameplay and good story. whether it's indie or not indie, as long as it's done well, that's what I want to play. And I'm now going to go ahead and spend 30 minutes talking about the weather. So, Christopher, you were talking about it being 25C. 
Um, uh, that's no. all, folks. <laughs> uh, realistically, um, I uh, support your ind- support the indie scene. The indie scene's great. There's a lot of interesting games out there right now in the indie scene. Um, and vote with your wallet. That's the only way they're going to tell. They're going to find out that, you know, we want yeah. games that are done. I don't want to spend uh, $70 a year buying battle passes for a game. <laughs> On top okay? of $70 to buy On the game in the first place. A year to buy the game in the first place. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, folks, that is uh, that's going to be our show for this week. Doctor Sir, you find us on on the the Hellscape place with the bird with the used to be the bird now is the weird X. Um, the show is at Coast to Coast EU. Kevin's at Swing Cat with a K. Chris is at Akari underscore Lich. I, of course, am at Am I Witty yet? And Neth is at Nethwinch. Uh, we'll 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 find a Mastodon server. I think by next show we'll 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 pick a Mastodon ser- oh, uh, server. Okay. I would um, I would maybe suggest speaking to Crash because he might actually know. Uh, how to sort all that? Uh, the, to to get rid of this uh, alt right hellscape that we've fallen ourselves into. Um, uh, send emails to feedback at coast to coast We'd love to hear from you. Join us live on Saturdays we record and stream the show right here where we are at this very moment at twitch.tv slash ctceu. Um, for links to today's show and for a link to our Discord, where this kind of shit happens all the time because I'm constantly playing video games by myself in a channel or with LB, uh, visit our website at www.coasttocoasteu.com. Juice review, I, uh, a SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher's dead, so you can't do Stitcher anymore. Um, the places. Um, First Stitcher. Say feature rich, boys and girls. Feature rich. Rep Stitcher. 